Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hi, let me, let me talk about talk. Steady living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course And man, it is Thursday, so you know what that means It's time for our Thursday Trends episode Today I'm going to be flying solo with some of these trending stories from this last week. But before that, I, I, I want to make sure I mention to y'all, we are actually, this is the uh, the second to last Thursday Trends episode of season one. I know it's crazy how quickly all of this has, has gone by. Have no fear that we're going to be back for season two in September. So the show is not ending or anything like that. We're just taking a little break in between seasons. And I'm really excited to to kind of up everything uh for for season two and man i'm just so so thankful that we've been able to to have uh a year's worth of of the show and and now gonna have another year of it Uh, i'm really blessed to to be able to do all this i'm so excited that that man we get to uh we get to have this this platform for our community so just a heads up next thursday august 11th will be the the final episode for season one, and then we're going to take a few weeks off. I'm just going to take some time off uh, as I move into a new studio and, and finish building that out. And man, just take some time to enjoy the the rest of the summer, hang with the fam, and get myself ready for another season, which will be launching on September 27th. So we'll be back September 27th for season two. And now that we got that out of the way, man, let's uh, let's start talking about the stories that we're going to be getting into today uh i want to touch on a, a couple things that i think showcase the the state of the world that we are living in right now so we're going to talk about a a sitting congressman who sadly seems to be the sort of archetype for the modern day politician and and he's basically the the high school bully right and and it's just to me shows the sad state of our country that these are the people that are getting into office and and representing us. So I want to get to that story. We'll also talk about, man, somebody who has been taking internet trolling and and just uh, 
conspiracy theories and lying on the internet for the sake of notoriety, somebody who's been taking that way too far and is finally being held accountable. But also in this story, we'll talk about how this bully met his match and it was a strong Latina. I want to do a quick update on Selena's new music. I talked about this a few months ago when they announced it. They actually released one of the songs this last week and, and people are kind of torn on it. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll quickly touch on that. And then for our Mijente segment, some positivity. Uh, man, we'll quickly touch on, on Bad Bunny and all that he did in Puerto Rico over the last weekend and, and making history once again. It's just incredible. And then we'll touch on a, a new bill that Biden has signed when it comes to abortion and trying to protect abortion rights. So we'll get to all that, man. And let's just get things started. We'll do a deep dive into some of this nonsense that we've been seeing in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say a lot for the people in the back. All right, so this been this story going around uh, about Matt Gates, and Matt Gates is a Republican congressman out of Florida, and and this guy is is quite frankly just an asshole, right? But but the sad thing is, you can't look away from this, and you can't ignore people like him because they they represent modern day politics in this country, right? And and it seems like uh, on the Republican side. You know, this is the type of candidate they want, right? It's like another version of of Trump, somebody who is a bully, somebody who has no actual moral standing, right? They 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 really are like that that you know t- typical that stereotypical high school jock who who is just like this asshole for for no reason, and it is stuck in like this meathead phase of of their life, right? And and we and we see this with Matt Gates and while he was at an event and he's speaking about abortion right and and of course you know he's one of these anti-abortion people even though he himself has you know all kinds of disgusting things in his closet which I'll touch on in a second but he's at this uh, event and he's talking about abortion and he says quote women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions Nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb, end quote. Man, so he is body shaming women, specifically women who are abortion advocates, and and telling them that nobody wants to have sex with them, essentially, because they look like a thumb. And sure, if if this were, you know, a a comedian, you know, uh, making a... A, a dumb uh, joke, sure, you know, maybe there'd be some some humor in that if you wanted to to laugh at that, you know, uh, in, in, in certain circles. Sure, I, I guess, you know, it'd be somewhat OK, you know, and I'm not co-signing shaming women, but I'm, I'm just saying maybe in certain circles, a comment like this wouldn't necessarily be the the biggest deal. Right. But to me, it is a big deal in this circumstance because it's literally a Congress person like you're not a comedian. You're not, you know, some teenager in the halls of high school. You are an elected official representing this country, representing the people. And you're making comments like this one out in the public. And then on top of it, he he doubles down on it. Right. Like it's not like it was like, oh, a misstep. And he apologizes. No, 
he did a, a an interview with a with an ABC affiliate, and they specifically asked him, like, "Are you calling women who attend abortion rallies quote ugly and overweight?" His reply was, "Yes." Like he doubled down on it with zero hesitation, and that's the scary thing about the current state of our country. Again, this sort of dickhead mentality, and I apologize for you know uh, some of these terms, but that's really what it is. These guys who are just assholes at the end of the day, you know, and misogynistic and and toxic, you know, masculinity at its finest. These are are the preferred candidates for this sort of new version of the of the Republican Party. And the irony of all of this, he's talking about how nobody wants to sleep with these women. The irony is that literally Matt Gates has accusations against him of allegedly and I have to say allegedly for legal reasons, but allegedly paying women for sex. Like if I'm not mistaken it was a Venmo receipt that they had. And and then to make it even worse, it was allegedly an underaged girl and Matt Gates has an investigation against him for sex trafficking and all kinds of things like that right so th- this guy is so bold to body shame women while doing all of that crazy shit right that that's the irony of, of this situation yet he still is a popular face for the Republican Party and that tells you everything that you need to know again about the not only the current state of the Republican Party, but I just feel like politics as a whole in this country. And those are things that that scare me. Now, on the flip side of that, I talk about sort of, you know, the shitty side of the world that we currently live in that allows people like Matt Gates to get into these positions of power and and to, you know, enact fame uh, for being an asshole. On the flip side of it, the current state of the world allows, you know, the everyday person to to have the power to do something right. And that was on full display here where. Matt Gates uh, actually retweeted a a piece from um, from Newsmax, right? And it was it was a piece that was done on his comments. And in that retweeting, he included a picture of a 19 year old liberal activist named Olivia Juliana, and and did this as a means to cyber bully her for her appearance, right? He was body shaming her, and she is a a Latina, and and by nature Latina, you know. Women are are incredibly strong, and and you gotta love what she ended up doing with this attention that she received from this troll Matt Gates because she decided to turn it into something positive, right? She decided to organize and have an abortion fund that encouraged people to to donate, and and the result of this was that in less than seventy two hours she raised over a million dollars, right? which is absolutely just in incredible to to see. And also just further proof that, that Matt Gates really needs to stop messing with teenage girls in either circumstance here. But I digress. Instances like this do give me hope, though, again, for the current state of the world, because we the people have so much power, right? Somebody like her who is not a celebrity, able to organize a million dollars in less than 72 hours for a great cause and, and use that as a way to combat idiots like Matt Gates gives me gives me hope. But Again, we see people like Matt Gates elected in office being the face of his his political party. It's a very, very scary, scary time to, to be living in. Now, another thing I wanted to touch on was was another troll. And this one doesn't necessarily have to do with our community. But to me, it just kind of shows you the current state of the world once again. And I think, you know, many of us have conspiracy theorists, people in our families and people who believe a lot of the bullshit that's being spread on the on the internet and people have been radicalized right i have a couple of people uh that, that i could think of 
you know, right now off the top of my head who actually follow this asshole, Alex Jones, right? And believe the things that he says. And the irony is that Alex Jones is actually in court now being sued for one of the things he said, uh, you know, on his internet show. And Alex Jones, if you're not familiar, he's just like a super uh, conservative, right-wing conspiracy theorist, crazy person troll who does anything to get uh, attention on the internet, has a has a huge following, and at one point was selling bullshit like uh, supplements, you know, and, and all kinds of things. This guy really just does whatever he has to do to make a buck, and unfortunately, it's at the expense of, of radicalizing people in this country and, and feeding them lies, right? And one of those lies that he consistently has been talking about is is saying that the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre, and that was the elementary school shooting that happened in 2012 that took the lives of 26 people. He has been for years claiming that this was a hoax, right? And, you know, no credible evidence and and really just using this as a as a means to fuel his his troll machine and and up his notoriety you know, on the on the Internet. And I've talked about this when we had uh, discussed, you know, the, the issue with Joe Rogan and how Alex Jones has has been on his show, you know, and, and how that's problematic to me of somebody who is spreading lies and hate, you know, and you're giving them a huge platform to do so. But now, of course, when his pockets are involved, the truth does come out. Right. So Alex Jones is being sued for defamation by one of the families of the Sandy Hook victims. And he's being sued for millions of dollars. Ironically, now his company has filed for bankruptcy amidst this, and and obviously it's a way for him to not have to pay the money when he loses this case. But now he had to had to actually be on the stand during the court case, and again is, is changing his tune now that people are reaching in his pockets. And when asked about you know if he thought the Sandy Hook massacre was real, now he says, "quote It was, especially since I've met the parents. It's one hundred percent real." And this is what he he testified at the at the trial. And and to me, when you when you look at this. It, it's just. Another example of the current state of the world and how people are doing anything for for fame, notoriety and, and money. Right. And not caring who they step on in order to get it right. Because on the flip side of this, you have this family, you know, the, these parents who who lost their 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 seven-year-old child, and as if that wasn't shitty enough, people like like Alex Jones are now stirring the pot and, and telling you know their audience that these people are actors and they're part of the quote-unquote deep state. And these parents who lost their kid are receiving death threats from, from people who listen and follow Alex Jones. Like, think about how disgusting that is. I even remember when the whole Sandy Hook thing was happening that, you know, you had people who were going to protest the, the visual that they were having, uh, you know, for them. Right. And it took the the Hells Angels, if I'm not mistaken, to provide security uh, to, to tell these protesters, like, you better not show up or, or we're going to you know take you guys down, essentially. Right. And that's because of people like Alex Jones spreading this nonsense and and, and doing whatever they have to do to to up their views and to turn a profit. And it's a really scary place to to be living in, because like we see, you know, the, with January 6th or even just these death threats, like shit like this has real world consequences. And it really just shows you how intoxicating that that Internet fame is. And man, it's just a a sad time, you know, to 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 be alive when you think about the power that we have with the Internet to build community, to connect with one another. And you have assholes like this using it to 
little by little tear away at the fabric of of this country, you know, which obviously has been flawed since the beginning. But, you know, they're, they're only making us go backwards with their their nonsense. And, and, and it's all just to turn a quick buck. You know, they don't actually believe the bullshit that they're putting out there yet. Sadly, their listeners and their followers aren't in on the joke. And man, uh, just scary times. But on the flip side of it, it's great to see an asshole like Alex Jones finally getting held accountable in court and uh and and having to publicly embarrass himself saying uh you know uh that that he was basically lying the entire time about this now last thing i want to talk about a later note here i know we've been talking about some some heavy stuff here let's uh let's do a bit of a of a follow-up when it comes to this new music from from selena right now selena has a new album coming out called the moon child mixes and it's going to be released on august 26th uh, so we're a few weeks away from that. They put out a new single called Como Te Quiero Yo A Ti. And, and this is all being done by her her family, right? So you have her sister and her, her brother who are involved in this. And, and her brother, A.B., is actually the one who has produced uh, the new arrangements of the songs on the albums. And it's a process that he said took him over a year. Now, I've talked about this when they first kind of announced it. A lot of people were really torn on on this, you know, it kind of seemed like a a money grab from the family, and uh, and and you know, others were were excited to kind of hear you know Selena's voice again on some on some new music. And I got to be honest, it does feel like a money grab. It doesn't sit right with me, especially when you you think about uh, when you hear how they they made the album, right? So so basically, they used uh, a lot of recordings by Selena when she was just 13 years old, right? So 13-year-old Selena, they had recordings apparently on vinyl, and then they digitized them. And And when he talks about the process of trying to make her voice sound more mature, right, of her age that she would be right now, uh, he talks about uh, how he pitched down her vocals, which, you know, if you ever heard, um, like, the the DJ effect or or like certain uh ASAP Rocky used to do this a lot, but certain artists will, it'll be like that that really like muffled like uh it'll be like muffled kind of voice like this. Right? Like like something like that. Uh, that was a terrible example. But you you've heard it in a song, right? That's a pitching down into happening the studio. That's an extreme version of it. Obviously if they're not pitching it down that far, just enough to make her voice sound more mature, if you will. But it, it, it's it's words that were written and songs that she felt when she was just thirteen years old, like it's not an evolved version of of Selena. And to me, you're tarnishing an incredible legacy. You know, of course, as a fan, you want to hear more music and you would love to be able to, you know, sit there and, and, and you know, uh, get something new from an artist that you love and that you've admired. You know, and Selena obviously is a, a legend. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I, I think, you know. As an artist myself, and I, I, you know, my stomach turns a little bit even just saying that that feels a little bit pretentious. But I know for me, I wouldn't want somebody else to kind of take half finished ideas of mine or even old ideas of mine and then try and interpret what I would have done with them. Right. Like I'd want my my art that I created to speak for itself, you know, and and if it's something that I didn't put out there to the world, uh, you know, while I was here. That I don't think I'd want it to to go out there to people necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, especially not not in this way where it's being kind of recreated and then produced and 
arranged to to sound like a new song that I recorded. You know, it'd be one thing if it was like, hey, here's some like old demos and like you guys can hear, you know, the rawness of, of Selena at that point in her life. Like to me, that'd be cool. But to sit here and try and make a whole new album of it, I know personally for me, with any of the content or music that I, I did, you know, when I was producing heavily, I wouldn't want old ideas or half done ideas, you know, to be then be reinterpreted by somebody else, you know, to, to me that that just tarnishes a bit of the legacy of her. And I think, uh, you know, her, her family, it feels like a money grab. I don't ever want to say that because they've obviously lost a very important member of, of their, their lives, their, their family, you know, um, but but it, it can't help but, but feel like a money grab to me. You got to just let this rest. She has an incredible legacy. Obviously, we wish we had more from her. It was cut far too short. But with that said, you know, she has an incredible catalog that that anybody who's a fan, you know, can go back, listen to and, and still enjoy till this day. That's just my my take on it. Now, with that said, man, let's uh, let's get into some positive stuff that's been happening in Army Hent this segment. But first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So... When things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, so we'll quickly kind of touch on Biden and what he just said and signed when it comes to abortion rights. It's not as huge of a deal as we would hope it will. It doesn't have as much power, but I think it's a step in the right direction. And, and the president is talking that talk right now that we need him to. Right. And he even said uh, that the Supreme Court and Republicans are clueless about the power of, uh, of American women. So I, I like that he's calling people out to a degree. Now, he just signed his second executive order. Uh, aimed at protecting protecting abortion rights. And this order 
asked the federal health department to consider allowing Medicaid funds to be used to help facilitate out-of-state travel for abortions. Now, again, they're saying this is going to have limited impact uh, because, you know, Republicans in U.S. states are pushing a wave of laws restricting abortion, access to medication and funding for such services. Now, also, some other positive news related to that uh, voters in Kansas actually rejected an effort to remove abortion protections from the state's constitution. Now, this is a huge win for abortion rights, as this was the first statewide uh, electoral test since the Supreme Court ruling. Right. So, you know, the people are 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 speaking and, and you know, this obviously is just one state is the first one to, to have this type of vote. But at the end of the day, it is, um, you know, showing a, a positive that the people are, in fact, fighting back and, and, you know, our voices are being heard. And and Biden is calling this a, quote, powerful signal in regards to the idea that uh, politicians should not be interfering with the fundamental rights of women. So, listen, it's not uh, a huge change. It's still a scary time to live in, but it's good to see people fighting at least a little bit, you know, for for this and our president, at least trying to do something. You know, obviously, there is always more he can do. There's a lot of people have been calling out certain executive orders that could be done but at least you know there is a a fight happening now you wish that this would have this would have uh been a fight prior to the supreme court ruling and they would have done things to protect um this from from even happening but you know hey here we are and you you can't go back now with that said that was like borderline borderline good news i guess you could say but something i think we should be updated on when it comes to all that's happening with abortion rights the other thing i want to talk about is bad bunny real quick obviously because bad bunny just did three nights in puerto rico at the coliseum and uh just set a new record he set an attendance record over there on the first night breaking metallica's record uh he had over eighteen thousand people almost nineteen thousand people in that first show it was uh broadcast through telemundo and then what was dope he had 13 different places throughout puerto rico where people could watch it like outside on a big screen and party with one another. Uh, and, and they had, uh, the one was out at some of those locations, specifically where he's from in Vega Baja, uh, Puerto Rico. And man, you just saw people of all ages there excited and it was jam packed and they're all partying together, you know, to, to this man. And you're seeing the movement that, that he's starting here on this Island. And, uh, you know, outside of, of, the music itself or just setting these records for attendance and and things like that i have to also give a a, a salute to him as we always do because he also chose to use his platform and that moment you know while it's being televised and while it's being broadcast throughout the island he he chose to use that moment to speak out on behalf of the people and some of the things that they're enduring right anybody that's not familiar uh in puerto rico they're having a, a huge issue with the electrical company luma you know for really just fucking shoddy service yet they're they're price gouging and raising prices uh on, for people on the island meanwhile there are consistent blackouts happening you know throughout the island on, on a regular basis and, and people are are rightfully upset and bad bunny called out luba by name and and people went crazy obviously but you know it's it's bringing attention to a really big problem for people on the island and the other thing he did was he he went out there and and called out the the governor of, of Puerto Rico, you know, Pierre Luisi, and called him a, uh, a, a mama bicho. And, uh, and look that up if you don't know what it, what it means. Um, but that's huge coming from an artist like him with such a huge platform and so many eyes on him, especially specifically in this concert. 
to to take a moment to do that. I know we always have this conversation. Do we think artists or, or people of influence have a a duty to speak out on behalf of what's going on, you know, politics or things like that? And and I've always been on the side of, you know, why waste a, a, a platform by not doing something, you know, to help people. And Bad Bunny did just that, you know, in this in this concert. And of course, you had the the politicians in Puerto Rico responding, and they were like clutching their pearls. Oh my God, I can't believe he said something like that, you know, playing victim. But again, when we talk about man, all this shit that scares me in the current state of the world, stuff like this also makes me excited because they have to have a response to us now, right? Like, like these politicians could before hide behind, you know, closed doors and in the shadows and, and things like that. Whereas now the people can get to them, you know, directly, the people can quickly call them out and and start a conversation like this one and force a conversation like this one to be had, you know, because of the, the platforms that we have to get information out there, right? And that, you know, the amount of news outlets and, and people reporting on things like this happening, you know, we, we, uh, we, we now, you know, apply that pressure to, to those uh, that are that are in power, you know, and they have no choice but to kind of react to it, right? So that's what one thing I love about the current state of, of where we are right now is, uh, man, you know, we can call these politicians out and, and publicly shame them. And hopefully that begins to drive some of the change that we're, we're looking for, you know. And actually, last thing I'll touch on when it comes to Bad Buddy, he was at an after party and, and he has the, the, the world in a stir right now because there's a video of him making out with some random girl at a club uh, at one of his after parties for the uh, for the, the concerts. And fans were going crazy, right? Especially because he has a very public girlfriend. Obviously, I don't know the current state of their relationship. And if you kind of listen to some of the things he, he talks about when it comes to their relationships, it seems like they may have a bit of an open relationship. I, I know he's been quoted as saying, you know, she wants to go and be with some other guys. She can, things like that. But anyway, there was there's a video of him in a club. He's partying. There's girls behind him. Specifically, one girl comes up to like take a selfie. She ends up, um, you know, going in for a quick kiss with him and and then kind of plays it off. And then it seems like he enjoyed it, obviously, because he came back and goes in for a second kiss. And this is like full on tongue. They're really in it, right? They're, they're going at it. And I'm actually reading this article as I record this because it just dropped. But uh, they're they're talking about how like Bad Bunny's rumored girlfriend. Right. And that's the one that you see in his video for Titi Me Pregunto. Right. And he's the, she's the woman that he he marries at the end. And and uh, it's his rumored girlfriend. You know, according to to him, he says that they are are just best friends and not in a relationship. So we don't know. It seems like to me they are, uh, you know, because he's been quoted saying right now, me and Gabriella are best friends. So it, uh, I, I feel like I'm deviating a bit from here, but I, I just think that the T is pretty funny on this. But essentially, it just seems like they, you know, they have dated in the past and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But it seems like, um, you know, maybe with everything going on, it's just not the right time for them to be in a relationship. Anyway, so that that uh, that girl who was his alleged girlfriend or, or now his best friend from what he's saying was in the club that night as well. But moving on to the girl that he made out with, uh, people have been going crazy on this and they're trying to figure out who the woman is. And now there is apparently drama on this because the girl he made out with has a boyfriend, apparently. And not that any of this really matters at all. Sometimes you just want to get the cheese, right? But. Yeah, apparently now this girl is single. Her boyfriend broke up with her after seeing this. And ironically, uh, the girl, even though she had a boyfriend, posted the video of her kissing Bad Bunny on her own Instagram. 
again, the current state of the world that we live in, y'all, people really want their 15 minutes of fame, even if it uh, is not for the most positive things like, you know, cheating on your significant other. And it's just an interesting, interesting time to be alive, man. With that said, let's um, let's tie everything we talked about in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, so we were all over the the gamut, the spectrum of of stories on today's show. I gave you some cheese man, I gave you some some political controversy, uh, and, and that's what I, I feel like I, I like to try and do. It's a bit of balance, uh, you know. Life is all about balance, and can't all be serious topics all the time, and it can't always be you know the cheese man and spilling the tea all the time, right? But quickly, kind of summarizing what we talked about, you know, uh, I just see somebody like Matt Gates, who is out there body shaming women, you know, uh, abortion advocates, you know, and and then, you know, tweeting a, a picture of a 19 year old activist, you know, and, and essentially as it means to body shame her on the Internet to his, you know, million uh, over a million followers. It's just sad to me that these are the people that are getting put in office. Right. When you think about the oath of office of, of serving this this country, right? These are supposed to be some of the brightest and and most, you know, uh, morally sound people that our country has to offer. Yet in 2022, you know, it, it's this, you know, uh, high school jock mentality that seems to be uh, reigning supreme specifically for the Republican Party. And that really, you know, there's so much to be embarrassed of for our country. And, and this has to sort of be towards the top of that list that, man, this is what we've come to in this country. These are the people that are, are you know, uh, 
in positions of power and supposed to be, you know, representing the people. And it's it's really sad. But big shout out to Olivia Juliana for uh, turning this into a positive and again, raising over a million dollars for her abortion fund. And I just think that that's an incredible way to showcase the power that we do have here, you know, with technology and, and the modern era and our ability to fight back if we organize and, and you know, get behind a, a particular cause and utilize, you know, attention for something good rather than just, you know, being internet famous for a little while, right? And that takes us to this asshole Alex Jones, who has basically been doing that for, for years now and is being held accountable, you know, and, uh, you know, is, is now in court saying something different than he says on his show, you know, and it's it's really sad that you have people in this world, in this country that believe idiots like Alex Jones and, and think that he, you know, is telling them the truth and he actually gives a damn about them. And and they're literally, you know, staking their their livelihood and, and how they see the world on the lies that this man is is putting out there. And, and he's not the only one. There's, there's plenty of other people out there. Right? Fox News is dedicated to this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. And it's just a, a glaring example, again, of the current state of the world that we live in that, you know, people don't actually care about the truth anymore. They just care about uh, somebody who is you know, playing to their fears and giving them an interesting story to run with. And man, it's just a, a scary, scary time to to be alive. And on a lighter side of things, when we see this uh this new Selena project, I mean, you know, it's it's to me it's just weird. It's just it'd be one thing again if it was a box of, of demos and they put it out there to the world, you know, or like early recordings and they said, Hey, here's Selena at 13, here's uh, an album of that. Or it was like an unfinished album that they had and somebody just finished it for her, right? But to just take random audio recordings of hers from all ages of her her life, many of which from when she was just a little kid, and then having to use kind of computer processing to make it sound like an adult as she would right now, it just I don't it, to me again tarnishes the the legacy of, of of Selena by putting this out there, right? If I'm listening to like Selena's catalog, I don't want that album to to pop up. I just don't think it's a, I don't know, it's a money grab, in my opinion. You know, no shame. And the family's been through a lot, but uh, to me, it can't help but feel like a, a money grab. Now, the positive side of things, we talked about Biden signing another executive order. Again, it's not something that's going to revolutionize this fight for abortion, but at least uh, to me, it shows us a little bit of an intention to fight and uh, and, and try and correct, you know, some of the, the nonsense that the Supreme Court and the Republican Party has done by uh, you know, reversing Roe v. Wade. Again, I wish it happened before the reversal happened. I wish that they actually took action before this terrible, terrible event happened of, of them overturning a woman's right to choose happened. You know, sadly, that's, I guess, their Democratic MO, you know, is uh, just wait until it's too late and then decide to do something. But hey, you know, you got to enjoy some of the positive, I guess. And, and at least Biden is talking a little bit spicy out there. And that's what he needs to be doing more of. And then lastly, Bad Bunny just killing it, right? And you got to love him standing up for the people of Puerto Rico and and advocating on behalf of them for some of the bigger issues that they've been having with their government and the electric company and, and all of the above. And then uh, at the end, we just got a little bit of that that tea I wanted to throw in there uh, with the, the viral video of Bad Bunny making out with that random girl in the in the club, which apparently he was making out with a bunch of other girls throughout the course of the night. So Bad Bunny was not lying when he talked about having many girlfriends. Apparently, he, that man was was authentic in in that one. Uh, I, I think it's a big deal because we've never seen him 
out and about like that. And he allegedly had a girlfriend. Uh, again, this is just Chiefsman. Every once in a while, it's just nice to get, uh, you know, get sucked into it a little bit and, and take your mind off of uh, some of the scarier things that are happening in this world. Now, with that said, thank you all so much for tuning in. Again, this is the second to last episode of the season. So next Thursday, our Thursday Trends episode will be the last episode of season one. And then we'll be taking a few weeks off. I'll be moving into a new studio, be prepping the the next season of the show. And then uh, we'll be launching again on September 27th. So we'll be back uh, in a, a few weeks after after next week. But again, one more week of season one. Thank you all so much who have been riding with me throughout the course of, of this show. It's been an incredible year for sure. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave a comment, whatever it is, wherever you're listening, a review, all that stuff really does help. And head over to dramas.com for merch. And I'll catch y'all next week. Until then, have an incredible weekend and stay safe. I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. 
Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.